Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created.
Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We glory to God. May God be the glory. Hallelujah. God bless everybody. Thank everybody for joining us on this evening. And we're going to move right into our um, service on this evening. Again, this is Lady Apostle Robin. Let's go. Word on the go. Sunday. Soar International Network. Outreach Network. And we're just here just to be a blessing to you. And we thank God for your life. We thank God that you have joined us on this evening. And I believe for sure that this word is going to bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. We just give God all the glory. We give God all the honor. And we just thank God on this evening. So let's go ahead and get ready and give the word that the Lord have given us on this evening. Now, I need for you to do me a favor. I need for you to go ahead and share this with somebody so that not only you will be blessed, but whoever you share it with, they'll also be blessed. So I want to um, make sure that I give you an opportunity to go ahead and share this with someone. Hallelujah. Amen and glory to God. We're so grateful to be here on today, another day the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing and being glad therein. Amen. Amen. So let's go ahead and um, get started. And again, could you go ahead and share this word with someone? Hallelujah. Because I know for sure this word is going to bless you as well as the individual that you're going to share it with. Hallelujah. Amen. And again, we thank you for joining us. SWORD International Outreach Network. Thank God for your life. This is Let's Go. Sunday Word on the Go. And let's go ahead and get ready to study God's Word. So go ahead and grab your Bibles, grab your ink pens and notebooks. Remember, I told you it's always good to take notes because you just never know that you may have to go back and just refer to some of these things that the Holy Spirit is about to speak to us about on this evening. Amen. Through the word of God. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. So let's just go ahead and get ourselves prepared. Amen. For this word. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word on this evening. Amen. We thank you that this word that you have given unto us will bless our spirit. Open up our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord will be saying on this evening. Bless your servant, Apostle Robin Stokes, as she release your word. Decrease me that you may increase and release the word that you have within me so that your people will be fed through your spirit and that they will be strengthened that their faith shall increase more and more through the word of God amen and glory to God hallelujah and thank you Lord good evening we are just honored to be here again and there's nothing like coming and studying God's word hallelujah and thank you Jesus We're going to go to a passage of scripture that I know that most of you know very well. Amen. Those that may be listening in live with us, you can also tune in with the link that I just sent out on the iHeart Spreaker radio. 
you may get a clear uh, a clear uh, audio version there because I know right now um, amen that through the uh, through the uh, I, uh, the Facebook um, app it's been running just a little bit slow so for sure we want to make sure that um, you get a clear clear audio to be able to enjoy the word of God amen amen glory to God thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you Lord so is everybody ready we're about to get started I know most of you already have your Bibles in hand which is great so go ahead with me and turn to 2nd Samuel chapter 9 we're going to go verses 1 through 9 amen again that is 2nd Samuel chapter 9 verses 1 through 9 I'm going to be coming from the King James Version amen and glory to God hallelujah amen and the Bible reads and David said is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake and there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thou servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may shew? the kindness of God unto him. And Zava said unto King Jonathan, Have yet a son which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? Again, the king said unto him, Where is he? He's asking him. Now you done told me, that he has a son. Where is he? A man. And he said, Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Makkah, the son of Amrael, in Lodabar, in Lodabar, in Lodabar. Now we know just pronouncing it. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. At low debar, it must be a low place. A place that is called a place of nowhere. Nothing. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Makkah, the son of Amrel from Ludabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, excuse me, the son of Jonathan, which is the son of Saul, was come unto David. He fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, come on, Mephibosheth. And he answered, behold, thou servant. And David said unto him, fear not, for I will surely shew the kindness for Jonathan for your father's sake and will restore thee all the land of Saul, thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continuously. The plunder taken from has a, excuse me, had a dazer, son of Rehob, king of Zabah. And David became famous after he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He put gruesomes 
throughout Edom. And all the Edomites became subject to David. The Lord gave David victory wherever he went. I'm going down a little bit further. I know I said through chapter um, one through nine, but I was led to read down to 14 because I'm going somewhere. Amen. Glory to God. So here in this chapter, amen. I'm glad that you have joined us. Those that have just clicked in. We thank God for your life. We're in the book of second Samuel chapter nine, one through 15. But my key scripture is going to be between verses. Come on. One through nine. Amen. Hallelujah. So therefore, in this passage of scriptures that we have just read, let me just give you something that I received out of these scriptures. God's grace. It was only by the grace of God that David was able to show kindness, which in Hebrew, the word hesa means love kindness unto, come on, Mephibosheth, which was Jonathan's son. After all that David been through, we all know the story with King David as he sat to be put on the throne. You know, what do you do when God have anointed you, when God have called you, when God have brought you to a place of his glory, brought you to a place where he have told you that your name was not only going to be great, but your name is already great. What do you do when the anointing has been placed on you, but it seems like everything is coming up against you? What do you do when you know that God have anointed you, God have chosen you and God have set upon you what he have chosen you to do, but there always seems to be obstacles in your way. It always seems to be something that's going wrong in your life. And sometimes you sometimes almost forsake what God have said. But I come to you on this evening to remind you that if God said yes, who can say no? If God said yes, who can stop? The hand of God. David was in this same situation. So we can go to the book where we know that David suffered. David went through so much waiting to be placed on the throne, but he did not give up. Now we know for sure that not only did he go through hardship, but he went through even running because Saul was trying to seek to kill him. What do you do when God have anointed you? God have chosen you and someone is trying to seek your demise, trying to take you out for the count. David did not give up. David continued to hold on to that word. See, you got to hold on to the word of God especially the word that God have released unto your life until it come to pass. Yes, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be very stressful, but I come to remind you on today. If God said yes, who can say no? Because it's already settled in heaven. It's already recorded in heaven. It's already been released in heaven. So no matter what you have to go through, know that it is your making. It is processing you. It's allowing your anointing to be birthed so that you can be able to flow in the power and demonstration that God have given unto you that you would know that it's not through your own strength. It's not through no strength of no other man or woman, boy or girl, but only by the strength of God. So you have to hold on to the word that God have given unto you. And David not only held on to the word that God gave unto him, but also God allowed David to walk with such a grace because Jonathan, which was the son of Saul, him and David had such a great relationship. 
the relationship that they had was unspeakable. It was like brothers. You know, Jonathan respected the anointing. David respected Jonathan. See, Jonathan had what David needed. But Jonathan didn't have what David had. David had the anointing. Jonathan had the equipment. Jonathan had the resources. Jonathan had the ability to get David out of places that his life was being seek after of his of of Jonathan's father. Jonathan was able to give David heads up to let him know how far they were or how close they were trying to seek and kill him. Jonathan also was able to give David the weaponry that he needed in order to cover himself. So this relationship was a great relationship between Jonathan and David. Jonathan was more than a brother. Jonathan was a friend. And not only was Jonathan a friend to David, but David was a friend to Jonathan. So it was a two-way relationship. It was a two-way friendship. It was a two-way love that they had for one another. And David could not ever forget what Jonathan done for him. He saved his life. See, it's only God love kindness that shows us how Lord God is to us, regardless of our own, come on, sometimes ability of being faithful unto God or being obedient unto God. It's only by God's grace because it was only the grace of God that showed David the favor that he received from Jonathan. Amen. So look at Jonathan. He showed such a hess, which was a favor, a love, kindness, mercy unto David during the most crucial time of David's life. When Jonathan, all flesh and blood, his father, Saul, was looking to seek and kill David, Jonathan put his life on the line. He, he went against his own flesh and blood for David. So David could never, ever forget on the love that Jonathan showed him. How could David ever forget the sacrifice that Jonathan made for him? When it could have cost Jonathan his life. In return, David showed this love kindness to Mephibosheth. In return, it was such a love kindness. Amen. Because this the same love kindness that Jonathan fought. I mean, that, excuse me, that um, Mephibosheth um father show David. So David wanted to show this same kind of love. See, grace come unto us when we accept God's gift. That's why we have to be very careful in not only how we show kindness to others, but also how we receive it from God. How is we receiving God's kindness? Are we being obedient? See, even as you go on and you read the story and you go back in history, see, God even delivered the children of Israel from Pharaoh's slavery. So he was able to show grace unto them. That same type of grace that he showed us today. He brought them out of a deliverance, amen, of slavery, of sin, of, 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 of the evil world system that they were in. It was only by the grace of God, the mercy of God. See, we are called into the royal family to exercise our authority and to set the captives free. King David had just finished bellowing to secure his throne. Saul, which was the king we know prior, that was disobedient unto God, 
And when God saw the disobedience that Saul did, that's when David was anointed to become king. But it was only when the time was right. So what do you do when you know that someone is seeking your life? You got to be like David. You got to hold on, first of all, to God's unchanging hand. You got to hold on to the promise that God have given unto you. You got to hold on to that word that you know that came from above. You know, David had all opportunity to take Saul out, but he had to respect the anointing. Even in this day, time and season, we still have to respect the anointing. I know sometimes people rub us the wrong way. I know sometimes even in leadership, things do not seem to be right. But we must respect the anointing because God is God and God will do what he said he would do. God will chastise. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. As those that walk in disobedient, it's not up to us to chastise those that are wrong, but we must leave it unto God. It's not easy, especially when it seems like they're seeking to take your life. But at the same time, we know that David respected Saul, even though he was seeking to take his life. Because at the end of the day, we know that David was anointed. He was anointed by Samuel. Amen. He have been brought to the palace to even play a sweet, sweet sound for Saul. Now, come on. After he was anointed, he come into the palace to play this sweet sound for King Saul, thinking that they had a relationship, thinking that they had a friendship. But at the same time, Saul, he didn't like David. He began to hate him. He began to have such a jealousy, such an envy, such a hatred, which turned into madness, turned into murder. But at the same time, David and Jonathan became friends. They made a covenant. It was more uh, uh, accurate. Amen. See, when they made this covenant, they made a covenant covenant by respecting one another but at the same time Saul he saw this he didn't like this come on now that's his son so he would think how could you make such a covenant with him when I really despise him matter of fact I hate him but at the same time because of the love kindness that Jonathan had he did not allow his father to destroy the relationship that him and David had. This drove Saul crazy. It made him so mad that he began to seek after David's life, which made David a fugitive, made David had to run a man. But at the end of the day, come on now, we know that David had to still wait on the word that was released unto him by God. What do you do when someone is trying to seek your life? What do you do when things just don't go the way that you planned it to go? Again, you got to be like David was. You got to wait on the, on the word of God. 
You got to wait on God to move on your behalf. Because as David sat back in the throne for the first time in a long while, he had to first catch his reflection. Amen. He had to see and look down and know that at the end of the day, Jonathan was there. Jonathan was able to give him the things that he needed. He was able to be there to talk with him, to give him the, 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 the ins and outs, the knows, the know-hows, and, and, and also warn him so that he can be ahead of the game. But at the same time, it finally came to an end. Saul was dead. So David began to rise to power. He began to take his authority. The anointing began to work for him. So no longer was he a fugitive. But now he was in the palace. But at the end of the day, he come to the palace. And, his, and, and this young man that we're talking about, Mephibosheth, Jonathan's son, is in this place called Lodabar. A low place. A dirty place. A dry place. This is a place where it was a place of rejection. Come on now. It was a place where the rejected of society came to live and where the outlaws hid. See, the boy's name means despised one. Can you see him? People mocked him. See, this Jewish prince was on crutches. His name became painful in his own ears as people mocked him. Did you hear? His name meant despised one. So just imagine when they call your name. Come on, Mephibosheth. We may think that it's a long name. Hardly most of us can pronounce it. I know I had to work on it to keep pronouncing it correctly. So just imagine if it's hard to pronounce, just imagine what it meant. The despised one. People was mocking him. They were kicking him around. Remember, he was lame. He, he was nobody. You know, the place called Lodabar was filthy. It was a place of hunger. It was a place of dryness. It was a place, matter of fact, you can never come into the presence of the king coming from a place called Lodabar. Come on, back then when you were lame, when you were a nobody, when you were rejected, you couldn't come into the presence of a king. You dare not even come close to a pathway of a king. So just imagine when David called for him, when David said, where is Mephibosheth? Where is he? Remember when you call his name, the despised one, he could have said, where's the despised one? He called him by name. He didn't look at his name as what it meant. He called him by his name because that was his name. He respected his name, regardless of what it may have meant. He knew that he was somebody's son. He was somebody's son that saved his life. He was somebody's son that helped him out of a place that he almost lost his mind. He was somebody's son who made him feel like he was somebody. So at the same time, he sent for him. His royal guard rode out of the palace, out of the city, into this wilderness called Lodabar. Come on, royalty in a low place? Come on now. It didn't matter. He was going to get Jonathan's son because he did not forget what Jonathan done for him. Are we forgetting those that have looked out for us? Are we forgetting those that have bent over backward for us? Are we forgetting the times when we had nothing, nobody, when they gave us their all? And I'm not just talking about money, but they gave you their time. They gave you their heart. They gave you their love. They gave you their honesty. They gave you their gift. They gave you all of them Without a cost. How are we treating them today? You know, a lot of times when we get where we are, 
we get where we want to go, we forget about those that sacrifice some things for us. See, I'm not just talking about money, but I'm talking about their time, their gift. When they put everything that they were working on on the back burner just to see that your things went forth, just to see that you were able to fulfill what it was that you were fulfilling. What are we doing for those? Have we went back to them and said, come and sit at my table now that I have arrived, now that I'm a little in a better position that I was in before? Most of us have forgotten those that have stood beside them. You know, it works like that. We forget those that have really stood there by us. That's why it's very important how we show kindness to people. Because it is our love kindness that is going to bring God's grace and mercy unto us. Are we showing kindness to those that we may not know? Are we showing kindness to those that we may not like? You know, it's hard for us to show kindness to somebody that we don't like or we don't know. David did not know um, Mephibosheth, but he knew Jonathan. He had a relationship with Jonathan. So I know for sure, even in their talks, Jonathan talked about his son. Come on now. You know, when we have our conversations, we talk about our children. And I believe that he talked about his children. I believe that he talked about his family because when you begin to make a bond and have a strong friendship with somebody, you begin to talk about your family values and your family beliefs and things and people that you love. So um, David was already familiar with this son. Amen. So he had, so he, he did not forget when he made it to the palace. So when David sent for him, Sent out his best to go get him. Royalty. Come on, royalty in Lodabar. Loyalty in a low place. Loyalty, royalty in the wilderness. Royalty in a dry place. Come on, royalty in a place where the rejected was, the despised was, the nobody was. It didn't matter. Jo- David was going to get him. Amen. So at the end of the day, When he went to go get him, amen, he brought him there into the palace. And I know for sure Mephibosheth did not know what to do. Matter of fact, he threw himself on the floor. He crippled. He lame. He, you know, he he knew that he, he, he didn't belong in the presence of a king, let alone in, in the palace, let alone even close to the door. So he instantly began to what? Bow down and just worship him just to even be in his presence because he knew that his kind being rejected, being a despised one, had no right close to the palace door. But at the end of the day, he said, no, 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 no. Have mercy. But David replied, don't be afraid. See, he was in fear. Because he knew like, uh-uh, something ain't right because I, I fear my life because I, I don't supposed to be in this place. That's why David told him, don't be afraid. See, Mephibosheth didn't even wait for the king to finish. He bowed down and said, what is your servant that you shall notice a dead dog like me? Not a dog, friends, but a dead dog. Come on, not just a regular dog, but a dead dog. He was so defeated that he saw himself as being no earthly worth because he'd been in a place called Lodabar, a place where he was already the despised one, the rejected one. Have we ever been in that place where we felt rejected? We felt like we were nobody. I'm here on today to remind you, you are somebody. You are a holy nation. You are. You are. You are somebody unto God. You are royalty unto God. But at the same time, David persisted, persistently told him, don't be afraid, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. So I know you've been in a place called Lodabar all your life, but guess what? 
I am come to take you out of this place only by the grace of God, because God have allowed me to make it to the palace. And I'm not forgetting what your father done for me. Your father risked his life for me. Your father gave me what I needed to survive when I had nothing. He respected the anointing on my life. He respected the grace, the mercy, the favor, and the glory of God on my life. So I have no choice but to come here and show you this same mercy, this same favor, this same love kindness, because your father showed it unto me. And what my father have shown unto me, which is my Lord Jesus Christ, I must show unto you as well. We people of God have to show one another love. We have to show one another mercy, love, kindness, compassion. Come on. We have to love one another. We have to be patient with one another. We're not the same. We, we, we want people to, to do and be where we want them to be right then and there. But guess what? It's going to take some time. It took time for us, but Jesus waited. It's going to take time for them. You have to be patient. I know we have such a prophetic eye to where we see them, where we see them, but it's called process. You have to let them process into that place that God is calling them to. Just like God allow us to process. Just like God allow David to process. We have to let them process. Mephibosheth, excuse me, Mephibosheth process. He was in Lodabar long enough to now know what it's to be like to be at the king's table. He didn't just get to the king's table just because he was Jonathan's son. He suffered some things. Hasha, brosia, So the suffering that you're going through, guess what? The anointing is going to be worth it on your life. You must go through the process. But while you're going through the process, you must show love, kindness. You must show compassion. You must show love. See, it wasn't who he was. It was who his daddy was. See, it wasn't where he was living. It wasn't where he come from. It was because his father, Jonathan. See, be careful who you are connected with. Because it is through the divine connection The favor, the grace, and the mercy is coming unto you. It was about a blood covenant cut before Mephibosheth was even thought of in Jonathan's mind. Amen. See, at the end of the day, we must continue to allow God to make us and process us. The good news is we have a covenant with God. And that covenant that we have with God is incorruptible. The covenant that we have with God, nobody can come and take it away from us. We can take it away from ourselves when we disconnect from God. When we disconnect from the covenant of his obedience, we must be obedient to God. We must stay at the table with God. We must stay in his presence. We must allow the Holy Spirit to bring us closer to God. So that we can make sure that we would never end up in Lodabar. Amen. Some of us may feel like, come on, Mephibosheth in Lodabar. But God is calling you to a higher calling. In him. We're a kingdom people, y'all. We're kingdom kids. Come on now. We're called to the kingdom of God. We deserve it because our father have already given it to us, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. See, Jonathan already had a covenant with King David. See, Lodabar was a place of lack, a place of poverty, and a place of inaccuracy. See, you may feel that you may be in that place right now, but guess what? You're not. You got to get yourself up out of that place called Lodabar. Yes, you may feel like you're in a recession right now. 
You may feel like you're in depression right now. You may feel like you're in regression right now. You may feel like you're depressed right now. But in the name of Jesus, I call you out of that place called Lodabar. I call you out of that place called lack. I call you out of that place of a lack of your health or a lack of your finances. I call you out of that place of a lack of hope. I am here to tell you on today that you don't have to be broken anymore. You don't have to be sick anymore. You don't have to be in a lack place with nothing anymore. Today is the last day you will ever see that place called Lodabar. Amen. You are out of that pit. Just like Joseph got out of that pit, you are no longer in that pit. But now you are in the palace of God's favor and God's grace that is on your life. You are not just surviving, but you are thriving in the mighty name of Jesus. You have come out of that depression. You have come out of that recession. And now you can trust in God because God has given you the ability to right now in the name of Jesus to to tap into his intercession in Jesus name. So right now, I command you to come about of that place called Lodabar because now God have put you in a place, a promise place called his grace, his mercy and salvation. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you will no longer lack anything because you have been called to that palace of God's grace. You will not be treated like a dead dog or even say you're not worthy as like a dead dog, but that you are worthy and you're worthy unto the Lord. See, these are words that Jonathan's son used because he had no other choice because that's the place he felt like he was in because he come out of Lodabar, a place of nothing. But David made him feel like he was somebody because he told him that not only am I giving you this land, but you're going to eat at the table with me. You're going to have everything that you need. No longer are you going to be in that place called Lodabar because I'm going to make sure that I give you what your dad gave me. Amen. So today, you are no longer in that place called Lodabar. You're no longer in that wilderness. You're no longer hiding in that place where you feel like you're hopeless. God is restoring you. The plot that the enemy tried to put with you He tried to come and kill, destroy you. We right now curse that and we command that you have life and life more abundant. Now you're sitting at the table of blessings. You're sitting at God's table of favor. You're no longer up under the table, but you're ready to come and sit at the table. And you have already come up out of the place called Lodabar. And now you're sitting in heavenly places. Now you're sitting in a place at God's feet of his royalty. You're sitting in a palace. You're sitting at a place called grace. You're sitting in a place called mercy. You're sitting in the place of God's glory. So enjoy your feast on today because now You're sitting at the king's table, your Lord Jesus table. No longer would you sit under the table. No longer would you call yourself a dead dog, but you shall sit at the master's table of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. May God bless you. May God keep you. May the peace of God always be with you. And I believe and I hope that this word have blessed you because you are no longer under the table, but you're sitting at the master table. You're sitting with Jesus and all that he have granted unto you, every promise that he've said unto you, it shall be yours right now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and throw up your hands for anybody 
that may not accept Christ in your life. You don't have to be in the church building right now. You could go ahead and accept Jesus right now, wherever you are. All you have to do is throw your hands up and say, Lord, I surrender. I give my life to you. I know that you died for me. You went to Calvary for me. And I know that you have saved me. And Lord, forgive me of every sin that I may have committed unto you. Show me that way. Show me which way that I should go. Divinely connect me with those that I need to be connected to, to show me the way through you. But Lord, allow your word to come into my heart. Teach me your word. Let the word of God be my portion. Let the word of God be my lamp, be, be, be everything unto me. God, teach me and show me who you are. I open up my mouth wide now as I accept you as my Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you for endowing your Holy Spirit unto me. Because I know, as the Bible tells me in Psalms 81, to open up my mouth wide and I will receive a gift unto you, from you, which is the Holy Spirit. And I receive it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Because with the Holy Spirit, I'm able to tread over every scorpion, every cobra, every young lion. Hallelujah. And every serpent in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for teaching me and showing me, equipping me. Now, Lord, allow your word to be in me. Even as I open up the word of God, give me your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Allow the word of God, the revelation through your word, open up my understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we just love you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. Well, we thank God for your life, and we thank you for joining us. Soar International Outreach Network. Let's go. Sunday, word on the go. This is Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, and we thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.